right there, that's only just one frequency. That's one particular. That's probably the highest. That's too too loud or the lows or something, you know? Yeah. Even that, I'm just probably the lows, but whatever. Um. All right. But we in here. We rocking out. We rolling. Are we? Yeah. All right. Um. Shit. Fuck it. Fuck my name. Fuck your name. Fuck your name. Fuck our name. We just two real niggas. And most importantly, fuck y'all. Hell yeah. It's a lot of fake news out here. Yeah. But we real niggas, so you can kind of trust us a little bit. A little bit. What's good, easy baby? I'm chilling, man. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm officially almost at that burnout point, man. Like, I go on vacation in two weeks, and I'm, like, so ready at this point now, man. This has been like, uh, I'm pretty sure this is probably like the second like vacation since we've been doing this part. Nah, actually, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, All man. right, so you had that camping trip where you got drunk as shit. That kind of didn't count because you didn't really use with the, the people's families and shit. You with the, the girls' fam. Right? That, that was last summer, though. That wasn't last summer. That was. No, it wasn't, nigga. Camping? That wasn't last summer. Yeah, nigga. Last time I went camping was last summer, dog. That wasn't last summer. Last summer, that was last July, and I really remember that shit, man, because that shit was traumatizing, dog. Fucking got blackout drunk next to the fire. Uh, they have this game that they play is that they light a fire, big ass fire, and they put like the little uh, chemical color shits you put in there, so the fire lights like you know like different colors, so you get blue, or purple, and shit. It cycles over the course of a couple hours. Did you just go to Delaware or some shit like that? Uh. That was like not, that was a day trip. I mean, literally, was down there for like four hours. Went down there to watch the the homie. You ain't get on no planes, nigga. Nah, I ain't, I ain't hear you get on no planes in a little bit. Yeah, I ain't. I ain't been on a plane. Shit. I ain't hear. I really. Yeah, I ain't been on a plane since. All right, shit. Sure, maybe I'm wrong. Damn. I ain't been on a plane since last November, or since uh, the homie down the street got married and shit. Word. Other than that, man, niggas been keeping it local. I mean, well, I mean, to be fair, like the last four months kind of just didn't happen. Yeah, really. No, well, no, nah, they they happen. They happen for me. So, but they they more so happen to me. Yeah, <laughs> and not me necessarily happen and shit like that. That's how you feel? Nah, yes and no. Like a lot, a lot of things happen, right? The podcast uh, sort of blew up. Yeah, you know what I mean. We got a. Uh, you know, doing well, feeling well. Niggas got healthy. Niggas lost weight and shit like that. But who? Me. Oh, okay. So I ain't noticed. Hey, man, listen, my doctor does. Okay. My blood pressure down. So that's what's up. Your <laughs> so, heart now. As long as your heart now. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. And uh, um, yeah, man. On top of that, man, you know, just niggas just getting it with the fan. But I don't know. But just you know, struggles with work, halfway working, not really working, taking pay cuts, getting paid back. With slight pay cuts and shit like that, it's just, it's weird, man. I'm just ready just to go to Denver, you know what I mean? Be mile high, get high, and just chill up in the mountains and just relax for a bit. Uh, That's where you're going, Denver? Yeah. Because I was just thinking, because we were looking at, like, just different places that we could travel without having a quarantine when you get back and shit. Or were you having a quarantine when you get there? And that seemed like one of the better places, I mean, because every place I'd rather go, right? <coughs> California, crazy. Florida, crazy. Texas, crazy. Georgia, crazy. Uh, so, nah, you nigga, know. the world is crazy. Yeah. Where else the fuck you gonna go? Where everybody ain't sick <clears throat> and fighting. These, nigga, these niggas is in a the bubble and they mad. Yeah. 
Um, we but, well, we gonna get to that a little later. Yeah, we are going. We are going to get that. Get that. Whatever. We gonna get to that a little later. Yeah, let's uh, fucking let's give it. Let's give a shout out to our sponsors, yo. This episode of the Real Nigga Podcast is brought to you by. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We don't got no sponsors. Fuck that. I was just bullshit. <laughs> I was. I was hoping somebody was gonna fill me in, but the producers didn't say nothing in my ear. So here we are. Um. Yeah, e, I guess we should start off. Uh, I don't know. It's crazy. Like, I feel like we. I want to start off on on uh, a basketball shit, so we could get our rocks off and shit. But at the same time, serious things are happening in the world. Yeah. So what's the young boy's name, man? Or the old head, or whatever the fuck it is anymore? I don't even know. I didn't watch the video, bro. Can't, uh, I can't deal with this. Shit I, I've been avoiding the video. I've I can't deal with this shit anymore. Tone, so. Tone described it to me in detail. Uh, it's not anything you want to see. I mean, so, I mean, right now we're actually talking about the Jacob Blake incident. Okay. Uh, so just to kind of give people an update, this happened in, I want to say Genosha, Wisconsin. Kenosha. Uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Genosha, that's from the X-Men. Shit. We live in the X-Men times right now, right? But, uh, yeah, so essentially, I guess there was an altercation going on in the house. Uh, police showed up, uh, I guess they expected him. I, uh, they suspected him to actually be the guy that was actually agitating everything. But from what I've heard, he's actually he was there to actually break things up. Uh, but I guess he has a record. Uh, there's like a warrant out for him right now uh, for a couple things. But be that as it may, uh, he was there to kind of de-escalate the situation. They assumed that he was part of the equation when he was trying to solve the equation. And uh, there were quite a few officers that had guns pointed at him. And then uh, they had him, held him at gunpoint, and he tried to walk into his car, and they shot him in his back seven times. Yeah. But he's living. Uh, he's paralyzed from the legs down, he may get his walking back, but we don't know yet. Okay. <clears throat> um, so in the aftermath of that, there were a bunch of protests in that city. And what happened? Two other people got shot last night, or three people got shot, one person died. Yeah, so... Well, yeah, there's been protests all over, but so, so no, but in that city specifically, in that city, but yeah, so the person's got the person that got people that got shot, uh, actually was last night, and it was actually in Illinois. So the kid, seventeen year old kid with an AR, fifteen, walking down the street, yeah, the Rittenhouse kid, uh, he was actually across state lines, so he's from Wisconsin. Yeah, he brought the gun. Yeah, okay, Go and ahead. then he, and then he shot two people amidst the protests and everything. Yeah. So what I woke up to was um, I woke up to two things and I want you to explain one of these things to me because I don't even know no more. My nigga. Like the first thing, the first thing I woke up to was him getting interviewed on the side of the road saying why he was there. So like, I'm here to protect people's businesses and stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. It was a short interview by some person. I forget the fucking Twitter. It was something about riots or something. Yeah. Some person who's documenting all this shit. But uh, the guy, he got interviewed by that person. He was sweaty. He was like, yeah, man, I just got fucking tear gassed, and I'm just here to help. Da, 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 da. And, you know, somebody, he saw a medic. He ran off for the medic or whatever, and that was the end of the interview. Mm -hmm. And then later on, the same kid is the same kid surrendering himself because he shot somebody or whatever. So I saw that, and I didn't know what the fuck to make of it. And then I saw another video where a whole bunch of people were trying to take this person's gun who was in the street. Mm -hmm. He also had a big gun. Mm -hmm. And he ended up shooting like four or five of the motherfuckers. Oh, wow. And like, they was like just trying to take his gun. One nigga ran up, kicked him and shit, and he he just started letting off on these niggas. He was in the middle of the ground. I don't know who like 
I don't I don't recall seeing very many black people in any of these things, but I don't want to say for sure what I did see because I wasn't really trying to look into it. This was literally the TL, dog. Yeah. So then after that, I saw uh, all these white people gathered around this other white person trying to force them to put their fist up. And that was disturbing. I don't oh, know what the fuck think, that oh, was all about. They were forcing somebody to put their fist up? Yeah, you ain't see that shit? Nah. Oh, man. That's probably the, the right-wing shit that I follow that uh, exposed me to this. Well, me well, it's funny because, uh, you know, me, I try to get perspective when I'm uh, reading about these things and shit like that. So so I go into Breitbart to read how they're presenting the story. So it's funny because, you know, you go into the comment section, which you should never do. Uh but what do you mean? I, That's the best part. Yeah, I know, right? You want to gauge people's reaction to these things. But, you know, a lot of people there and they're just saying that, like, it was self-defense. They were trying to take his gun, you know? If you if you run up to someone with a gun, you deserve to get shot. And then, you know, a bunch of uh, racist shit that followed mm-hmm. afterwards and shit like that. So. Yeah, I think that was the second video I saw where the niggas tried to take the ball gun in the street and he shot about four or five of them. And then one dude had, like, his arm was all fucked up, and it was like, oh, dude gets half of his arm blown away. I mean, it was a little wound. It wasn't half of his arm blown away, but I don't know, man. Uh, so, I don't know. I have a question. Do you think some of this shit is getting out of hand at this point now? Do I think some of this shit is getting out of hand? Do you want to know my honest opinion? Uh, yes. And okay. just a disclaimer, <laughs> the views on this podcast he want to say he don't agree with everything <laughs> i say so don't be hitting him up. it just be me okay? nah, it's, it's so what true. i will say is uh i definitely believe that this whole movement has already been co-opted. hijacked and yeah. co-opted yeah um most of these things that i see going on are like antifa people and anarchists who like i know niggas this anarchists and i know that they take their opportunities to Get they shit just done. Just get out there, yeah. Just get yeah, out there they get just it. get out there and get their shit done. So, like, on the one hand, they'll show up to a Black Lives Matter protest, and they'll be like, yeah, Black Lives Matter, because it, it goes with what we believe in, but what we believe in also requires us to throw rocks at these throw fucking rocks. cops. Yeah. So, and it's like, I don't, I don't assume, I don't, like, I don't consider myself to be associated with these people and their political views, but, yeah, I know motherfuckers is like that. So, I know it exists, and I know for a fact that, Motherfuckers see people organizing and protesting nonviolently, and they say, all right, no, we they're not going to hear us if we nonviolent. Fuck that. We got to go up there and make some real noise. Yeah. I know there's motherfuckers like that. So yeah. with that said, you know, I see these things happening, and yeah, so on and so forth. But then on the other hand, there, there's all the motherfuckers of shit, that are out there that's just out there just to mix it up. They're just waiting for a reason just to go out there. And now, I was, like, I was going to go further than that. I was going to say most of this shit is demonic. I was going to say uh, if you if – you, if, uh, everybody ain't spiritual, first off. So I do realize that. So if you want to just skip ahead the next minute and a half, go ahead and do that. Yeah. But personally, I do believe, like, if you out here and you busting windows open and you looting and stealing shit and you throwing, like, rocks at people and you trying to, like, hurt people for what it is that you stand for, then you probably going to get hurt, bro. And I don't feel bad for you if you do. But if you out here, you know, making the shit known and you're trying to help the community in different ways, and one of those ways might be a little loud and it might be a little aggressive. But as long as it ain't super fucking destructive, you know, it's a, it's a fine line that we walked. I think so. I think so. I mean, obviously, you're going to have some type of kickback when you're, you know, causing social unrest. Uh, 
you're disrupting things. And I guess that's one of these big things that is really, it's very disruptive at this point now, right? Yeah. You know? At the same time, I'm like, are these, are these videos showing that many black people? Like I said, I don't know. Because I don't necessarily see that. But I'm, I could be wrong. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like you said, I think it's been co-opted to a sense to where, you know, now at this point, there's a bunch of people coming out just because. So obviously, like, Antifa is the thing. It's funny because I remember actually, like, talking to someone that was actually, like, getting actively recruited by Antifa. And they were like, yeah, you know, you want to join Antifa? You know, you want to come out with us and, you know, stick it to these motherfuckers out here and shit like that? Uh, maybe not in those words. I'm paraphrasing, but... Yeah, but were they trying to sell you on the idea of, like, destructive fucking actions? Uh, Well, maybe not necessarily me, but I think they were down to get down with any actions that would actually go against, that would actually harm, I guess, the the system or those in power and all that shit like that, so. Okay. So that's, so that's anarchy. It's a, it's a yeah, big degree, like you know I mean? Yeah, I know anarchists. So. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, I guess... Antifa is a little bit different because their brand of anarchy is to disrupt things to help certain groups. So I guess the way some of them probably see it is because black people are out there protesting for Black Lives Matter, I think they want to actually, you know, and a lot of people have been saying this before, and we even said this like, you know, quite a few pods ago, uh, that, you know, you have to have that balance between nonviolent and violent action. But and they no, think that they, they, they between action and communication. Yeah, well, for the intent of the actions. Yeah, because they could easily be misconstrued. Well, and yeah, you could sit here and be like, "Yo, these niggas is just fucking barbarians." But at the end of the day, these niggas got reasons for doing what they doing. So, yeah, but I think that's where the the total lack of disorgan well, total lack of organization is one of the big issues, right? Because essentially, you want to use the threat of violence, like that's supposed to be the backstop unfortunately to a peaceful protest or peaceful action and stuff like that meaning that hey man if these conditions get so bad you know we won't hesitate to fuck shit up or i might not fuck shit up but man listen i'm the nice one negotiating with you you know what i mean he ain't as educated as i am he ain't as nice as i am so man you know hey you keep fucking with him man you may fuck some shit up so hey man we might as well just make this deal so that way we all chilling we won't be happy you know what i mean and he won't have to bust you in the head and you know so but yeah obviously there's a uh, obvious fallacies with you know that approach yeah um uh, but i don't know it's weird because we're really in the wild west uh and we're in almost uncharted territory because this actually isn't the 60s uh what we're fighting for and what we're marching against isn't something that's as concrete like you know like you know we talk about systemic racism right uh, it's not as active, you know, that you don't have active Jim Crow laws, you know what I mean? Like right now we're living in a de facto racist society. So even though people may be racist and hold racist sentiments, uh, you know, on paper, or at least how we see things, it isn't quite as obvious anymore. Uh, but, you know, what people say, their decisions in a lot of these, you know, I guess the influencing of the decision making, you know, that's where the issues are and that's why we have like implicit bias training and shit like that and you know we try to actually fight for more representation for people on tv but i don't know i have a very big fear and i was expressing this to someone i was talking earlier is that man a lot of these actions are going to actually backfire to a certain degree um i do believe uh certain freedoms are being compromised but <clears throat> i also have to admit that a lot of us don't necessarily feel like we had those freedoms to begin with 
or a lot of those freedoms. So I'm kind of I'm kind of seeing it both ways, which is on the one hand, I'm like, oh, like we could be peaceful. I could talk to these neighbors that I have and we can understand each other and, and have some type of common ground. But that's only because these niggas ain't called me niggas yet. But if these niggas decide to call me a nigga, then maybe that is already too far gone. Or if these niggas see what's going on on TV and look at me the wrong way and approach me the wrong way and I approach them the wrong way because of what's going on on TV, then we off on the wrong foot. So I guess what I'm saying is uh, a lot of this violence and shit is making it harder to communicate on the ground level. Like, yeah, I could go to fucking Congress and sit there and talk because these niggas are scared. Or I can go and talk to a whole lot of other individuals and a whole lot of other establishments. But I'll tell you one thing. My neighbors ain't looking at me no no, no better because of this whole thing. Not that that's what I give a fuck about. Not that I care. But I got to say, tension is rising. Yeah, I tension mean. Tension is definitely rising, even in places where or even in places where there didn't seem to be tension already before. Yeah, and I think that's one thing that's just weird because I think this is like actually like highlighting and I guess like bringing to the surface a bunch of sentiments, but I think to a certain degree, it actually may be creating sentiments as well too. So I fear that in a lot of what's going on, we're actually going to be like creating more racists in the process. Well, yeah, definitely. I can give you a fucking great example of that. Yeah. I can give you a great example of that. Uh, This nigga B told me that there's a magazine that uh, he has in his industry where these people haven't had a black person on there until recently. Just recently, they had their first black person on there. Just recently. So I was like, okay. He was like, yeah, so... He was explaining how that made him feel. However that made him feel, don't fucking matter. But it made... When I finally got my chance to talk, I was like, well, fuck them. We don't fucking need them. Like, the fact that they got somebody on there now, they're just fucking pandering. Honestly, I feel better if they just stayed elite and white. That make more sense to me because y'all was elite and white for fucking 200 years. And now y'all just falling in line because it's the easy thing to do and it's the simple thing to do. So keep that. Stay over there with that bullshit. Don't exploit us now just so you can fit in. Well, I got to push it against at least for the people that actually do, you know, are learning right now in this situation that do actually have empathy and that are actually like, you know, utilizing their power and their positions to make things happen. I mean, obviously, you know. You change your magazine cover overnight because everybody's, you know, putting Black Lives Matter on their fucking, you know, fronts of their business and shit like that. That's actually going to be an issue. And, you know, I think that will get addressed. But I think, you know, <laughs> we're happy with the support, guys. But uh, I don't know. I think with some people that are actually willing to help and that are actually like, real, you know, learning the air of their ways, like, you know, like, you know, putting someone on a magazine cover as much as minute as it is, you know. You know, motherfuckers that literally, like, you know, celebrate every single victory all the time. You know what I mean? So, hey, this is, like, the first black gymnast to actually, <laughs> you know, win this award. And I'm not even talking about Simone Biles, but even just, like, further down the card, yeah, you know. Dominique Dawes. <laughs> well, yeah, that, but, you know. But not, not even just in the gymnast thing. Like, you know, the first black woman to actually own her own jewelry shop and shit like that. You know what I mean? So Yeah, that's know. what B was getting mad at. B was actually coming at the whole first black thing. He was like, fuck that. Who who the fuck is to say I'm the first black anything? No, I'm not. I'm not here to argue that man's stance. Yeah, but he was going on. He was going off on that. Well, if well, y'all want if y'all want to know more about that, check out that's eighty six. We had a, I don't know. Shout out to shout out to the S eighty six and those niggas over there. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but, he but, was basically saying like I don't I don't that he I guess he was feeling like that was pandering too. 
but but it's it's celebrating because I mean that's the thing. It's not a lot of times that a lot of people are like posting these things they're saying that are pandering. I guess. Okay, so the, the NFL, Kamala Harris thing, so, the so Kamala NFL, Harris thing, definitely like you know. So NFL doing the Black National Anthem. They celebrating for that. Juneteenth. They wilding for that. These, oh. these niggas at the one eighty. How the fuck? How they wilding for that? What's the difference between that and never featuring a black person on your fucking magazine for two hundred years or however long? What's the difference, bro? You know what? I'm wrong there, but I guess it, I feel like it's weird because you're succumbing to the moment, right? That's exactly what you're doing. You know what I mean? And the main thing is like, you know, what do we always criticize people for? Particularly like not only just like in business or just in life, you know what I mean? Like niggas just being fake. Well, being fake and being, you know, reactionary, you know, you're making, you're making, you never stood for shit. You're made, you're making large decisions based on short term circumstances. You walked out there and got folded like a fucking beach chair. Yeah. You ain't never stand for shit. Yeah, but, go ahead, sorry. but then again, but when we talk about the standing, right? So, like you said with the magazine, uh, them continuing to stay white, with them making the stance to elite. stay white, or uh, okay, elite. So I said white and elite. Yeah, but the, but them continuing their stance of just saying that no, this is our standard, or we're going to hold this standard. Uh, and I guess as some people see it, compromise their standards and actually put black on it. Wow fucked up but uh yeah i ain't looking at it like that (laughs) but you know but a lot of people i'm looking at it like if you wanted to fight against what was popular to do what was right i would commend you but right now you are just doing what's popular so you deserve no commendation but then even further than that niggas can remember that whole two weeks where Everybody was waiting for everybody to say something. And they're like, all right, either you're going to be in support of or you're going to be against it. And if you don't recognize shit and you don't acknowledge it, then you're against it. That was a whole thing on Twitter. And it was mostly my white friends saying that. And so people, corporations, influential figures were stepping out saying, yeah, man, shit need to change. Or they were stepping out saying, yeah, man, my, my, I just can't uh, disrespect the flag or whatever. But everybody had to take a fucking stance. So to me, a magazine... At this, at this very fucking convenient moment, decided to put black people on the john when black people are the subject of the conversation. So to me, it's not just pandering, it's exploiting. Because you could have had like a whole audience that you continue to ignore. Like you could have you held strong with that, but you was afraid that you was going to get fucking called out. So you changed how you felt. No, so you ain't changed how you feel. You changed how you did your shit just so that you didn't get called out. And then also you took advantage of the opportunity to appeal to that audience as well, even though you damn sure didn't give a fuck about appealing to them until now. So, yeah, I said my piece. Yeah, but I guess that's what goes into those decisions because obviously it is a bit of a chess game and it's definitely a lot of game theory when it comes to it because, you know, you have to decide whether or not you're actually going to, go along with this or not because you know obviously there's a sacrifice made because once you put black lives matter on some shit or you you outwardly support black lives particularly in the media very you know outwardly and in the public and shit like that you know there is going to be a backlash so you are actually cutting yourself off to at least a large portion of society as it stands now 
uh, that may even think a different way politically or just even, you know, be be racist at the end of the day. You know what I mean? So, yeah, well, niggas is too concerned about what everybody else thinks that they don't know anyway. Because I, I like honestly, I can count on my motherfucking fingers how many people I really know. And I know what they think about me. And if I don't know what they think about me and they're false and they fake, fuck it. We'll figure it out. It'll all come out in the wash. But all these other motherfuckers on Twitter, they're not real people. Nah, Twitter, Twitter isn't real, man. That shit's barely yeah, even the virtual space. Dog, same I mean. thing. Like, my mom taught me, ain't nothing on TV real. All of that shit is fake. Yeah. Like, these niggas, I could have a million people hate the shit out of me on Twitter. You know what that's going to mean to me? Shit. Dog, no, that's going to mean something because it's going to affect me. Yeah. Because I'm going to have to deal with it. I'm going to have to read it. I'm going to have to do something about it. But it means that I'm making an impact if you guys want to be completely just positive about it. But it also means I'm being fucking attacked. That's it. But yeah. these niggas ain't real. I can still walk out and get in my car. <laughs> I can still go and fucking get on the motherfucking train. I can still go and get a sandwich wherever I want to get a sandwich from. That shit don't really affect me. So, yeah, you can get on all these fucking online arguments and and, and and spread your opinion like wildfire but i guess with something like this right like the hysteria around nothing to say yeah the hysteria around everything that's going on right now is partially due to social media i mean well actually no, mostly due to saying, social media actually the, because honestly like yo we wouldn't be seeing these videos of like black men getting shot you know well, what I mean? yeah, without the definitely. without this shit and you know but yeah what i'm i'm, I'm kind of referring to the the obvious thing of like you've seen all these white folks getting racist on video and yeah. then getting like fired from their job or having to like really deal with real life situations because of they got caught on camera doing some shit yeah and it's like in a, in one sense just like the whole body cam situation we respect the fuck out of that but then in the other sense it's like okay i understand that pressure but y'all niggas ain't real yeah like y'all niggas really ain't real if y'all niggas really think these people really got fired and can't go back to their jobs because of y'all niggas, y'all tripping. These niggas really got their jobs back, promise you. You think so? Hell yeah. I don't know, man. Hell yeah. Because I, I, th- I feel like that's like, you know, that whole cyberspace like permeating real space, right? Because, yeah. you know, when actions that you make, you know, on the internet or whatever actually affect what you're doing in real life. Bro, they they not even convicting cops that shooting motherfuckers on camera. You think they firing the girl at Walmart because she said nigger? I mean, it's Walmart. They fire you just for... They're not firing you. <laughs> they're not firing you. So At Walmart in Kentucky, they're not firing you for saying nigger. I guess. They're not. But the thing is, I mean, you don't think there's real-life pre- repercussions if you go out, if, if a motherfucker goes out, even if motherfuckers just point you out. And, uh-huh. Yeah, you know what? There are repercussions because motherfuckers actually do go to certain businesses like, you know, reviews and shit like that and pages, and they slander these motherfuckers. They drag these restaurants. They bring their fucking reviews down yeah I had you know bad, i had bad yelp reviews before you know what i mean bartending i had bad yelp reviews so motherfuckers describe me go and picket niggas businesses and shit like that and they got digital picketing so now niggas like will go and like crash your site just no, so like niggas can't buy shit and shit i dig you that's cool that's real so i'm not listen i'm not saying that i'm not saying that there's definitely an effect i am saying that these motherfuckers who stand for bullshit because mm-hmm. we was talking about standing for something Sorry. We was talking about standing for something and having a spine in your back. I was saying that you walk out of your door, nobody's asking you to fucking make a stand on anything. Nobody's asking you to share your opinion on anything. Niggas really just want you to do your fucking job and keep it moving and stay the fuck out the way. When you walk out the door. Yeah. For the most part. But when you get online and it comes to this opinion sharing shit, 
I'm saying it's easy to go out there with nothing and then end up coming back home with like a fucking BLM fucking chest tat motherfucking Antifa bracelet motherfucking now you're an anarchist now you got 14 different tattoos and I'm just saying when you don't stand for anything it's easy to fall for everything yeah that's very true so like I mean that's that, that's people, always one thing I there's mean, a lot of people who just fucking ran to become a part of something and then they found themselves out in the street getting tear gassed and they don't know why but now they're angry. So now because now they, they got because they, have, they got tear gas because of what they're standing for, they're more emboldened to actually support the you know now, yeah. what they're with. Right. You know? Right. And and guess what? If I didn't explain myself correctly, I apologize. Allow me to humble myself. But I do want to make a distinction because I do believe in a lot of I guess you could say, this shit is really, really fucked up. But I definitely think motherfuckers is going about trying to fix it the completely wrong way in a whole lot of circumstances. And I'm not saying every every uh, destructive act has been wrong, but a lot of these destructive acts a lot of these destructive acts have been stupid, and I don't think that they've actually amounted to anything other than just destruction. Just, yeah, generally destruction. Yeah, a yeah. lot of them. I'm not saying all of them. I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them. Uh, but then I guess you have the the alternative. Like I don't know what I want to see more targeted destructive acts uh i guess it, uh, no what you want to see is organization yeah you would like to see organization in a movement you think that if this is a revolution then there's an agenda right you would think that there's a cause that we fighting for i mean there's a cause no but do we <laughs> but do we all know what it is because i don't think we all agree on what it is at this point in the race, I'm pretty sure we all head in different directions. Yeah. But I, I don't think we agree on the, the cause, I think, at all. Well, we agree on the cause. I don't think we agree on the actual uh, the solution. I don't think there is even ideas of a solution at this point, now. I mean, granted, you have, like, the fund the police and, you know, all those things like that. You know, let's get Joe Biden elected because it's going to fix everything and shit like that. Let's get rid of Donald Trump and everything like that. You know, you have that type of shit, but there's no like actual like plan in terms of like, oh, yeah, let's reinvest in the hood. Let's try to get more money for education. Let's retrain our police, you know, let's disarm <laughs> or, you know, some of these cities and shit like that. You know, some of these some of these things are just there's nothing that's really just concrete. So it just allows anybody to actually pretty much take get the shit and just run with it. Or pretty much just like you know profit from it, uh, but like but what you were saying before about in terms of like not standing for anything, I feel like as a business it's a little weird because at this point you didn't really have to stand for anything. You know, well before you didn't have to really stand for anything. Like at one point, like let's say you're Adidas, Adidas or Nike, all you have to do is just sell sneakers and just make inspirational commercials and shit like that. You know what I mean? But now you're at a point now to where you know you're Nike. Obviously, you work with a lot of black athletes, but you still have slave labor over in China and shit like that. And I guess that was a slight dig, but, but you know. Hey, it's true. Yeah, but, you know, but now everybody's clamoring for you to actually say something about it. And it's, you know, it's partially your fault because, you know, you cooked it up. You made it hot and shit like that. You know, you got motherfuckers out here waiting online for sneakers and shit like that. You know, you got fucking $50,000 drops of sneakers that, you know, if you made more, it'd be more affordable for everybody, but you want to keep the hype up and shit like that. You're, you're use, utilizing social media, you know, to elevate your brand. So I think because you're using it, you're pretty much subject to those same rules. And I guess it, 
you know, they have to make a calculated decision, you know? Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, what part of history are you going to be on? You know what I mean? Like, are you going to support this cause? Because obviously, like, this is some shit that's going to be cemented for quite a while. You know what I mean? For better or worse. Yeah. You know, so are you going to be on this side of it or are you going to be on the other side of it? Yeah. So, you know, everybody will try to tell you that in November you get to decide which side wins. But nah, nigga, this is going to be a long fight, nigga. This this is going to be quite a, a an exciting decade uh, for a lot of these things. Because right now we're just in uncharted territory, man. Like, you know, like you said, man, we're walking around carrying around phones with apps that's accessing and like literally pulling certain parts out of our minds that we're not even aware of. You know, these shits like are, you know, not only affecting our emotions, forming our opinions, you know. Oh, yeah, we pull these things, like, we pull these things out before we even get out of bed. Exactly. Shit, sometimes these things pull you out of bed. Yeah. Shit, I definitely use my phone as an alarm. That yeah. shit wake me up every morning. Yeah. <laughs> well, so. I guess I just, uh, I just, I just want to sum that up a little bit, or at least sum up what I was saying by saying, uh, instead of just jumping up at everything that you see everybody else jumping up at, it'd probably be beneficial to take a little bit of time, because that... At this moment, we all got time. Take a little bit of time. Think about why the fuck you do what you do or think about why the fuck you're going to do what you do. That's all. All right, but All right. So I literally just got this message right now from somebody responding to some shit I said put online. Let's go. They said, at my name here, it's long past time for blacks to move to Africa. This nigga literally added me and said that. He wants you to be like, yeah, let's go and then start recruiting niggas with him. He wants you to be his uh, capo. Yeah, his underboss. <laughs> <laughs> the underboss. He's trying to recruit you so you can help him recruit others. Oh uh, man, y'all trying to get back on the ship and go back? What's up? Oh uh, man, reverse triggering people. What's up, nigga? Y'all niggas trying to go back? Hey, check this out. My dad, Africa. Really? No. From Senegal? <laughs> Fuck no. I'm just playing. Nah, my dad Jamaican, so I don't want to go to Africa. <laughs> Fuck that. Ain't no lions in Jamaica. Ain't no lions in Jamaica? Fuck no. There's plenty of lions in Jamaica. At the zoo. Damn, are you going to call Jamaica a zoo? No, nigga. Ain't no lions in Jamaica unless they at the zoo. I mean, but don't like, you know, Rastas, don't they like talk that whole lion heart, lion strength? Oh, you talking. You know what I mean? You talking figuratively and shit. No, nigga. I'm talking, I'm talking like... Oh, like real lions, nah. I'm talking like when it comes down to the environment that I'd rather be in, I ain't never been to Africa. I ain't never been to Jamaica. But the postcards make Jamaica look like it's a beach, so I'm going to go there. Yeah. The only thing with Jamaica, though, you got to fucking deal with storms every year, though. That's life. That's life. Yeah. I guess. It's cold here, nigga. I mean, but lion, lions is life. Hot. You know what I mean? Shit. I mean, get get you a pet lion, dog. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. You know what I mean? Be, be be Lion King. Well, be the Lion King. I'm good. Yeah. They I, already got the Tiger King, so. I ain't got no interest in going to Jamaica, though. I mean, fucking Africa. Africa. Yeah, I'm going. Nah, I'm about to say nah. Jamaica, nah. I'm gone. I ain't got no interest in going to Africa. Really? Nah, I, I'll go. Nah, I mean, I, well, I got I got visit, pe- nigga. I'm not trying to fuck you. You trying uh, to go? I mean, if I, like, I'm not going to go and. Just live go, there permanently. Nigga. Nah, nah. I, I'll go there for like I want to. When I go to Africa, I want to stay there for at least a month. Them niggas ain't gonna fuck with you. I mean, shit. I got family over there, man. Like my family, they literally like traced the line back to niggas over there and shit like that. So you met them niggas? 
A uh, couple of them, actually. Oh, all right. All right, cool. so my one uncle, he actually used to come over pretty often. That nigga actually was like a chief of a tribe and shit like that, so. They got chiefs in Africa? Yeah, but chiefs are more or less just kind of like the, the heads of family and stuff like that, you know? Oh, okay. so, all right. So Word. the heads of the family and the extended family. I mean, I kind of have that with my family here. So, like, you know, my peeps down in Delaware, you know, one of my uncles is actually the chief, you know what I mean? He makes the decisions in terms, but you know they got a whole church and shit like that. They got a, it's a lot going on. <laughs> Damn, nigga. So you African royalty? I guess. I don't know about that. I mean, I ain't you know related to no tycoons or no shit like that. You know what I mean? So. I mean, you just said you, you, your pop is a chief or your cousin or some shit like that. Yeah. Well, my yeah, my great uncle is a chief. I mean, but yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of chiefs, nigga. I mean, nigga, you, you can technically be a chief today. I mean, you technically, act, you actually are a chief, actually, in your family right now, so. Number one, Chief Rocker. Oh, man, Chief Rocker, T-Papa, yo. Oh, yo, that should be your alias on the, yo, I think, that's one thing, yo, because we always just start off saying, like, fuck my name, fuck your name. We should probably just make aliases for this shit, yo. Nah, nah. Number one, T-Papa. So what, like. Oh shit! I'm sorry. I got I got super distracted. Nigga. <laughs> Somebody mentioned me in the motherfucking on the IG shit. Yeah, so, see that niggas at both at us both now. You know what I mean? A nigga just told me. You know what I mean? I need to take up. Need to get with black people and just move back to Africa. Niggas coming at your neck, dog. Like you said, man. You yo, you literally just said this shit like ten minutes ago, yo. Like you know, you could be attacked, and uh, it is gonna affect you. Uh, so are you gonna let this affect you? Nigga, I'm being affected right now. <laughs> nigga, my mind is gone. Oh, man. All right, all right let's get a hold of this shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Because I don't even know what the fuck I'm like. All right, all right, all right. So, so you know what? Let's just, let's just, let's like, just. I feel like all, everything up until this point, we could just delete and then start the podcast now. <laughs> like, we, all right, let's start the podcast now. Fuck my name. Fuck your name. <laughs> we just two real niggas. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome to the ones who came back. And welcome to the ones who just coming. Ooh. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, these hey. California wildfires is crazy, but glory to God, he using the rain to put them out. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. But who started the fires? Mm, use your mind. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't anyway. know. Niggas running bad power lines in the fucking mountains and shit like that? Uh, no, actually, you know, these are a regular thing. They they happen every Yeah, annually, years. actually, like, yeah. Yeah, they... Like it gets hot and then shit just start combusting. Yeah, but apparently they recorded like record uh, high temperatures in Death Valley this year. So. Yeah, well, I mean they say you know global warming is a thing. Yeah, they say that. They say a lot of shit. So they said play. They said playoff p. Playoff p. They said that too. I mean, we got that last night though. Hey yo, this nigga said I was in a dark place. Did you see this motherfucker, yo? Yeah, I saw that. Dog, that said, hurt me. I, I like to thank my, my, my teammates for helping me come out of a dark place. No, my trainers, everybody, the staff. <laughs> like, all right. Okay, okay. All right. I got to Okay. So first off, I just want to say, hey, guys, call your depressed friends. Send them a text. They're not going to answer the phone. Invite them places. Make sure you take them out. Fucking let them know that you care about them. Just ask them how they doing. All you got to do is listen. You ain't got to give them no advice, man. For real, for real. Call them. Hit them up. It's important because you might not get a chance. The niggas is hurting. Uh, so, playoff P was in the bubble. Going at niggas like, damn. You know what I'm saying? He got Pat Bevs on his team. He got Marcus Morris's on his team. You know what I'm saying? He got Kawhi Heartless ass on his team. This nigga's a robot. And this motherfucker's going through the bubble. Shooting, putting up. What, he, what was this, that line the other day? 
I mean, I think he was actually averaging less than ten points. What was that stat line time. the other day, bro? I sent I sent that nigga. I sent y'all niggas a stat line. It was like, I don't want to exaggerate it. Nah, that shit was bad. I think he had like seven points in one game or some shit yeah, like it that. Was, it was pretty bad, bro. It was like seven points and like two or three assists. Yeah, this nigga was nine. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, either way. Yeah, this well, nigga had. Uh, you know what? It wasn't terrible. But no, not what you expect. The nigga did have like nine, ten, and nine, eight, and three. But then you realize that nigga went three for fourteen. That nigga fucked up. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So I was expecting, like, you saw the interview, right? The post game. Nah, Same I watched this one. Uh, I, I, read, I read it and I saw all this shit. So. Okay, so the post game. So they did the post game where because he was player of the game, and then they did the the, the presser, right? So at the post game, they was like, "Yo, so uh, yeah, it was a whole lot of stuff going on, you know." And a whole lot of criticism online, you know. So <laughs> how did you deal with all of that stuff? Um, and he was just like, yeah, man, I was in the dark place. <laughs> I, was, I was in the dark place. Wow. Uh, I just want to credit my team. You know, that's when he said that. That's how he answered the question. I was expecting the motherfucker to go, yeah, man, you know, sometimes your shot just don't fall. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, it's a it's a it's a make or miss league. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was expecting them to say like real baller shit, like every other basketball person says. They got these cliches for when they lose, which is yeah, they play it hard. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah. You know I mean, I had a defensive uh, assignment that it just you know I was so locked on in that. You know, you could have said a <laughs> bunch of fucking shit, but this nigga said I was in a dark place, and he said it twice too. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. And then I peeped at the presser. He went even deeper on it and was just like, yeah, man, I was, I had a little bit of depression, a lot of anxiety. Wow, really? So yeah. you went into all that? Wow. He went into all of that, the depression and shit. Wow. So, so so was it because of like the criticism that he was getting from game to game or was it like because I he I just I didn't, was I like- I didn't necessarily you know? watch everything, but I think, especially with the post game, John, when he was on the court, he was, he was definitely vague for like, he was specifically vague yeah. for, for like purposefully, I think. Cause I was ex- like I said, I was expecting him to do the cliches, and then even after you said like, yeah, I was in a dark place, he could have said like, yeah, man, it's just a lot going on in the world. You know, I ain't seen my family in a long time. I'm in a bubble. He ain't say none of that. He wow. just said he just said it. He doubled down and said I was in a dark place, man. I was just in a dark place. Like no explanation. So to me, who who understands dark places, I'm like. Hmm. Are you calling bullshit? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's not that I'm calling bullshit because nobody, nobody, no, nobody I mean, owes you, it to you to explain how they feel. Yeah, that's right? true. That's I'm not true. calling bullshit at all. On top of that, communication is difficult. Nobody knows how to do it perfectly, right? That's true. So, particularly even in being in a dark place, that's like I don't the, know. I feel like there's not even a vocabulary to even describe what being in a mentally depressive state that debilitates how you move and <laughs> so yeah i wake know. up every day and i just try to make the room darker and darker as it goes forward <laughs> i turn the music up louder and louder just so i can ignore my heartbeat oh man so anyway uh nah what it is is fucking i'm not calling bullshit i don't disbelieve him or anything like that it's just i feel like he was he was he was decisively vulnerable, mm-hmm. but like, still didn't let niggas in at all. Well, I don't know. I think I think that's part of that whole thing of being in public life and shit like that. You know what I mean? No, I think I might give him credit for it. Yeah, because like, in the, on the, like I said, on the one hand, it was like, yo, like you know, what it, I was just in a dark place, man. 
You know what the fuck I mean when I say that. Yeah. And you sitting there looking like, damn, you ain't have to say it like that, but damn, I get you. <laughs> like, you know? So I guess you're letting people know your emotions and how you feel and where you stand and where you're at, where you've been. But not why. But not why, not yeah. what's touching you, not what's really getting to you. Yeah. Know? But that's the thing. Do you really owe people that, though? Do you owe the media that? No. Do you owe the press that? I just, yeah. I just said fucking no. Absolutely yeah. not. So. But I was just surprised that a nigga doubled down on it because all the niggas, niggas didn't owe us to say he was in the dark place. Niggas just could have said, yo, my shots wasn't falling. Yeah. And then even after that, he could have said, he could have said, uh, even after he said I was in a dark place and they say, da, 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 like, all right, expound on your dark place. I ain't see my family. Corona, yeah, it could have yeah, could, yeah, could, yeah, gave all any, these black people. Could have gave every yeah, reason said, in the world he, right now. And he could have even said, Man, uh, it's been a while for my shots, and I, you know, it, it seemed like this slump lasted longer than the usual ones. Yeah, you know? like, so nah, it, it makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I think that was a good way of like actually playing the media. You know, now that you put it that way, you know, pretty much the saying. But then again, I like mean, I said, I'm not doubting them. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, should I be in a dark place if I had like you know all the sports media fucking up my ass? <laughs> every game but, and you know there's not really that many games anyway so Listen, you know bro. i'm being heavily a lot more scrutinized and shit like that right, i'm gonna just say this i'm gonna niggas, say niggas this. putting out memes of like you know how i Listen, used to date Listen. my coach's daughter and shit like that shout out, shout out. how i met my current girl oh my <laughs> shit God. like that you know yeah. what i mean like you know all right listen shout out to how shout out to all my depressed homies i'm riding for y'all but all i know is if i was dame right now that'd be a bar for me i'd be like Got niggas in dark places. Got niggas in the dark place. <laughs> <laughs> Got niggas in the dark oh, place. Oh, man. They That's... can't shoot no more. Oh, man. Oh, man, yo. Seriously. Because think about it. This nigga, he started all that shit. Then this nigga, Dane went on a tear. And now this nigga all of a sudden in a dark place. I guess. But hey, I mean, listen. But now I don't know. I don't know him. So all I can do is speculate from the outside looking in. And all I see. They ain't put that nigga in the dark place. They ain't put that nigga in the dark place. Shit. This nigga Dame in the shadow realm right now. So <laughs> the Lakers, man, they bought the shit. They lucky niggas. And I guess we'll get to this niggas is boycotting the night because, man, those niggas is about to fucking cast them niggas to the graveyard. <laughs> How do you think LeBron feel right now? Oh, uh, man. Oh, yeah. So I guess we finally mentioned that. NBA boycotting, bro. Yeah, actually, I was, like, very fucking surprised, yo, because, you know, niggas was actually, like, made a point of actually, like, putting Black Lives Matter on the court and shit like that. Niggas out there wearing the shirts and everything like that. We thought niggas was actually going to really just give us a, sh you know, you know, sponsor, give us a show of Black Lives Matter. But nah, niggas actually really putting action behind words and logos and, you know what I mean, fucking phrases and shit like that, so. How long do you think it's going to last? The strike? Or I guess, yeah, it's a boycott. The boycott. <laughs> You can't boycott, yeah, I guess, whatever. It's a strike, so to speak, but it's. I guess it's a corporate strike. I think they, they knew there was a chance of this happening, you know, spoiler alert. But uh, I don't know. I, I probably think it lasts a few games Nigga, through the weekend. It's the playoffs. What do you mean? Oh, okay. So through the like, weekend. So like, what, four or five days? Four or five days. So what do you think is going to get accomplished? From this? Yeah. Honestly, I, I really think from the I, five days that they take it off. Me personally, I don't think they think anything's gonna really get accomplished. Quite honestly, uh, I think that what they're gonna do is just use this as leverage. Obviously, we're here talking about it on this platform. I'm pretty sure quite a few other platforms will actually be talking about this. So it's all gonna reverberate, and all this is gonna do is just further expand what's going on in the movement. And it's gonna be the latest update to what happened. Hey, a guy in Wisconsin got shot in the back while he's going to his car. 
So it's going to elevate things on that way. I mean, I, w- I would really love for them to actually put more pressure on their sponsors and, you know, the owners of the teams to actually wield their influence to actually, like, you know, focus on legislation and actual change. But like we said before, there's no clear-cut plan. There's no, you know, concrete action that people want to be, you know, to happen right now. I mean, we hear about, you know, defund the police. We've heard about restructuring the police. We've heard about being more active in your neighborhoods and shit like that. We heard about starting your own business, you know, your own black business and shit like that, supporting black business and shit like that. I mean, there's a lot of things that are coming out right now, you know what I mean? But we still don't know what we're actually trying to mobilize all these billions and zillionaires to actually do for us in this moment right now. As if we're doing anything for them right now. Or as if they're going to actually really do something for us. We all lost our jobs and got, what, $600 checks? Yep. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't, I guess it's, I guess I'm cynical. I guess I've let my uh, cynicism completely take over. Because I don't see it getting better before I see it getting worse. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to get worse, but that's the thing. I'm, I'm, and I think that's what this moment is because and I feel like they're taking advantage of this is that like I'm so cynical 20 different ways right you know so I question the people that are actually part of the movement uh I question not necessarily even just the movement itself I, yeah I question I the movement itself I, I question I question the the coverage of the movement I saw a tweet where niggas was like this is why I can't support Black Lives Matter and they had a tweet from Sean King and it said if y'all don't give us the identity of the police officer who shot what's the name we're gonna start releasing every identity of the whole department fuck it and i was like i don't know who this nigga is <laughs> somebody said this that nigga. about sean king no sean king said that nigga wow i was like i don't even know who this nigga is so with that said who the fuck is sean king oh sean king yeah oh taco max <laughs> <laughs> yo they got mad names for my man but now nah, sean king he's actually uh a, a renowned uh journalist so pretty much what he does he covers a lot of uh black issues with black injustice and things like that so but with him he has a pretty big following because i guess you know he's racially ambiguous so some question whether or not he's actually black or not he don't look black at all to me i mean we don't know so but uh so he's been catching a lot of that you know i mean what was the uh the one chick that was like the head of the naacp the dollars all yeah there we go so a lot of people think that he may be dollars all in. Okay. Well, that's a new <laughs> Ricky issue. Ricky dollars all. I, I think that was a nickname they gave him too, but but I don't know. But he's been out front on a lot of issues. I mean, he jumped out the window on some stuff that he probably shouldn't have, but eh, we all do. But you know, I guess he went from mainly covering things to actually influencing thought and opinion because you know we live in the social media area era where if you have a lot of followers, you're an influencer. Well, what so. it is is it's easier to thumbs up something than it is to just fucking like say your actual piece. So most people will be like, "Yeah, I fucks with that," and then you read something and it's got like twenty thousand likes on it, and you're like, "Damn, this is the fucking general consensus. Everyone agrees with this shit." Yeah. But no, it's not necessarily that. It's just that that person said one thing or two things that niggas liked, or that person was a whole lot closer than that other nigga that was talking all that bullshit right next to it. Maybe. That everybody else thumbs up. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think he's like definitely very polarizing because you know, for as many people that love him, they're probably actually twice as many people that hate him. 
But well, I mean, I just don't know who the fuck he is. So I, I saw I mean, a lot I, of people. I, I, could, I, could I saw a lot though. of people saying this is why I don't support Black Lives Matter, and then I saw this dude, and I was like, "Oh, is he even black?" And then I was like, "This nigga wildin'." <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I can't, like I said, I can't necessarily judge how people move, man. All I can do is just be like, "Uh, yeah, like I don't know who the fuck boy is." Yeah. But now I know. Taco Max. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much, man. So, I mean, you pretty much just have to, especially these days with everything, you just have to take the shit as it comes, man. Yeah, man. I, I, like, I'll tell you, you know what it is? I think I woke up today, and I think I woke up tired of all this shit, you know? Yeah. And I also think that... Uh, I think that's one of the reasons I'm burned out, too. Cause yeah, because I'm like, all right, first off, another nigga died. Then on top of that, another motherfucker and killed some niggas, and everybody sitting there mad at how that was handled because they saying oh this motherfucker was working with these niggas then he's 17 and then everybody is just but that's uh, the funny thing that he wasn't even working with black lives he was actually working against no 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 i'm saying niggas said he was working with the police because he walked up to the police with his uh m16 in hand and nobody shot at him and nobody did anything He, he did like a little wave or they said it was a hand signal or whatever wow but he had his hand he had his gun on him and he put one hand in the air and like moved around, waved his hand, and then kept walking toward him, like not slowing down or nothing. Wow. So they was like, yeah, he was, he was, he was uh, sent out there to do whatever. And I mean, you could listen to everybody's fucking narrative about the shit. But I think, uh, I think I just got to the point where selfishly, I was like, man, I, I'm just gonna watch this Phillies game. <laughs> You're looking for the distraction. No, it's not that I'm looking for the distraction. I think that. Are you all looking of that for, shit are you is looking the for distraction. The, yeah, you're looking for the normalcy, I guess, in your, in your life. No, I think that all of that shit is the distraction right now. Because I still don't have a job. That's very true. You know what I'm saying? As so, in, not a lot of people right now. I think they say, what, like 13, 14, maybe even 30,000 people unemployed right now or some shit like that? Shit, I don't even know, shit, bro. It's just real. So, I don't know. It's been a while, though. Yeah, and that's the funny so, thing, because all this happened amidst, like, you know, Niggas just being, I'm unemployed, and I don't know. It's crazy, man. Like some niggas fucked up. Some yeah. niggas actually actually came up off of being unemployed, which is a little weird too. But yeah, and uh, like the thing is, like I said, this, this is just how I feel today, right now. But ultimately, and no, I'm not implying that watching baseball is going to help me get a job. But I am implying that inner peace is very important to me. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and usually. That can be interrupted by watching niggas get killed on social media all day. Oh, definitely. And then engaging with people that want to debate about why this person probably should have been killed. Oh, man. That's also pretty. Even if you don't engage with them, if you go and read the motherfucking comment, that'll. That'll that'll trigger you. I mean, that should have pissed you off, man. It's like, oh, man, he shouldn't have turned his back to a a servant of the law. I was like, oh, shit. Shit. Damn. Shoot that nigga (laughs) seven times. Word. Do it. Fuck it. Damn. I'm with it. But anyway. Uh yeah, so well all of that said, I just I gotta get a job at some point. <laughs> yeah. I gotta figure out how to feed uh feed all these motherfuckers around me. Yeah. I mean I guess that's gonna be an interesting thing, like trying to find a job in the space. But I guess now everything's going digital, so maybe your next job you probably won't even need to actually leave the crib for it and shit like that. Yeah, so, I can get an OnlyFans, all right. Yeah, yeah, you could do that too. Aren't <laughs> Yeah. Isn't, isn't one of our buddies getting OnlyFans? No, I'm in on that. You in on that too? Yeah, I'm in on that. So like, 
So what are y'all doing? Why would I tell you? Oh you yeah, gotta pay for that shit. Oh yeah, you got to pay for it. That's true. That's interesting. Yeah. I saw the demo pictures y'all niggas took, man. Y'all wildin'. Don't do me like that. <laughs> Don't do me like that. You just trying to get me back because you fuck with uh, what's his face? Shouts out to King New York. You know what I mean? Oh, you finally Hassan got your Salam. fucking shout out in. You happy as shit? <laughs> you got your fucking shout out in. You've been I mean? planning that for weeks. So you've been planning that shit for weeks. You, know you vote mean? for that nigga right keep, now. Keep, if you keep vo- doing if the work you're doing and shit. shit like that. You know what I mean? Helping women sex workers. You know what I mean? Find a way and shit. All right. You know what I mean? All right. Do shit legitly, safely. Yo, this episode is trash, yo. I ain't even read nothing <laughs> like that I brought in here yet. Oh man. Uh you wanna get into this Wayne shit real quick? Uh yeah. And then we'll kinda pivot back to like a little another sports shit and everything like that. So All right, cool. Uh so this is the year to Wayne. Basically twenty twenty. This is this is uh this is us saluting Wayne every day for the rest of the year. Uh, and don't blame him for all this bullshit. Lil Tunchi, I do me. Ah, uh, man. But, yeah, what we want to do. What you just what you just was about to start your shit? Nah, actually, I just was. Just uh, practicing? I don't know. I just saw the picture of Lil Wayne, and I just, like, kind of just, like. He just went in. The, he just went in, dog. Oh, all right. So. Okay. So inspirational. So for, that's why for I the rest you. of this year, you know, we want to continue to pay homage. I see you. Oh man. So I got a, I got one here. It's from Hold on. Run it back. Nigga. Alright, here we go. Yep, so I got one here. So this is gonna be from only. Okay. You know what I mean? So, oddly enough, it's funny because I remember when I first heard this track, uh, you know, you think, like, Nicki Minaj, Chris Brown, Drake. I wasn't really a big fan of the song itself, but all I just remember is, like, at the end of the track, this nigga Wayne was just, like, spitting, spitting. You know what I mean? Everybody else was, like, kind of just flexing. Drake talking about, like, I was still looking at the titties, though. You know? But uh, Wayne actually came on here, man. He was kind of fucking it up. You know what I mean? So... This nigga says, all my goons so overzealous. I'm from Holly Grove, the holy Mecca. Calendars say I got money for days. I squirm and shake, but, I stuck, but I'm stuck in my ways. My girlfriend would beat a bitch if she wave. They bet not fuck with a subs- <laughs> They bet not fuck with a surfboard, surfboard. My eyes so bright, I take cover for shade. Don't have my money, take mothers instead. You got the hiccups, you swallow the truth. Then I make you burp, boy. Treat beef like sirloin. Ew. Ew, was he talking to a boy the whole time? <laughs> anyway, uh, nice. He's always talking to the boy. Uh, this song, I forget what album this is on. But this is on that You Don't Know Shit. You don't know. Is that, I want to say that's Drought. Might be the first two. Drought. No, first one. First one? If, it, if it's on the drought, it's the first one, I think. No, it ain't on drought. That shit's on... Uh, fuck. What's that joint that was like... <sighs> secrets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's on uh, Suffix, actually. Suffix, 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 Suffix. <laughs> there suffix. we go. Uh, I had that version of it, too. 
Secret <laughs> weapon. Yeah. yeah. Then the, yo. I, just, I just made some niggas hair crawl real quick. Oh, man. Yeah. But, but then they went and, like, you know, Khaled bought the rights to yeah, that shit. Yeah, then Khaled was on there. <laughs> I had the Khaled version. I'm like, this is a whole different vibe, man. Yeah. All right, we partying. It was, it was way better, though. But they kept all the same tracks and shit like that. But that's mm-hmm. that secret. Nah, that shit was weird, man. <laughs> that shit was weird. Even though I, I got, I got a, in my first version of that, and I had to bang that shit in the CD player and shit. Because, yeah, I mean, I couldn't even transfer that shit to MP3 because it was like, oh, man. That was a terrible yo, bootleg. Terrible CDs, bootleg, nigga. yo. Terrible bootleg, yo. Remember when your favorite CD gets scratched up and shit? Uh, you had to go back and get another one. Nah, nigga. Because your favorite CD, somebody made for you. <laughs> you bought that off of a nigga at school. Shout out, Mark. <laughs> and uh, fucking, yo, you put that John in the John and the whip and y'all start rolling. And then that joint be like, pump, 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 You like, yo, this is extended. Yeah, I mean, got the DJ. That shit was wild, man. It's the Jazzy Jeff remix and shit. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. CDs, man. Don't miss those days, man. Nah, that shit was fun. Niggas freestyling in the whip, hot boxing and shit. All you young whippersnappers, man. Y'all niggas don't know about that. Y'all Actually, y'all probably that. know about freestyling and whip hot boxing. Y'all niggas ain't listening to this shit, man. Get out of my face. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, Playoff P was in a dark-ass place, but that nigga ain't nowhere near as dark as Brett Brown is right now. Ah, uh, man. Actually, that's not true, because you know true. that motherfucker got 10 mil on his contract. Yeah, so he's going to get paid. I think I think he's guaranteed some some form of what he was getting paid before, but it's not like it was a surprise. I mean, the nigga knew. Like, he knew coming into this year, you know, unless you win a championship, you know what I mean, you get fired. So he knew what the deal was going to be. So maybe even a lot of what we see going on this year, him probably also seeing the writing on, on the wall himself, he probably even checked out after a certain point and was like, yo, this shit's fucked. You feel sorry for him? Do I feel sorry for him? No, he's going to be good. I think he's going to have another job. I mean, I, quite honestly, I felt like we should have got another coach. <laughs> I mean, we kind of fucked him up anyway, right? You know, I mean, we brought him on in the process. And the funny thing is he did take a, a shot at the Sixers when he said that. He was like, yeah, you know, I appreciate my time. And I appreciate, you know I mean, working with all 112 players that I actually work with through my whole tenure as a Sixers coach and shit like that. <laughs> Damn. So, I mean, so the thing is, I, I, I heard that Elton Brand is still around and he's going to lead – the charge and getting rid of all these uh, Colangelo cronies. And so I guess that's what niggas have to look forward to. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, also, I, niggas are saying that he wasn't necessarily, he's not getting all of the fault for uh, Horford and Harris. Yeah, apparently they said that the the Horford deal, well, apparently both of those deals are from up top. Yeah. So, because so, I mean, I guess the, the decision was that, all right, if you didn't if you didn't keep Jimmy, then they already made the, you know, they already made the trade for Tobias Harris, so they gave up a lot to get that nigga. They gave no, up don't, picks. Don't try to fucking make that shit logical, man. That shit ain't logical. No, I mean, it, I mean, for what, for Tobias Harris when they made that trade? I mean, they gave up a lot for three niggas. They gave up, what do we get? We get Boban, uh, Mike Scott, and we got fucking Tobias Harris. And we gave away Landry Shamit, Mike Muscala, and, like, two draft picks. Yo, Mike Muscala is not. Like, no, I mean, is he in the league? Right? Nah, he's yeah, he playing. in the league. Nah, he he in the league. Nah, he's playing with uh, Washington, right? No, no, no. He's on. Um, I mean, I know he kind of. I know that same season I think he's he got Denver. traded. He jumped around teams. That nigga ended up on the Lakers. He might be on that Utah season and shit. I'm not sure. I seen him. I seen him ball the other night though. For real? Yeah, he got an assist. 
<laughs> um, anyway. Hey, man, listen, man. Shouts out the mic, man. Stand in the league and shit, man. Damn, that's all it takes for a nigga, huh? That's yeah. white privilege for you. Anyway. Uh, hey, shit, if you're in the league, you're in the league, man. Shit, shouts out the fucking... J.R. Smith not getting no minutes right now, but Yo, at least you back, my nigga. Hey, he back. Fuck that. <laughs> so nah, this ball, uh, the ball, who the ball that can shoot his ass off on Miami? Uh, Duncan Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, yeah, this ball. This nigga said, "Yeah, before this, like the NBA wasn't even really on my radar." Wow. Yeah, I forget what he said he was going to do. But well, he came out of the. I think he was in the D League last season. Actually, he said the NBA wasn't on it. He said he wasn't even worried about playing basketball professionally. Is what he said. Man, so shout out to that motherfucking young dickhead. He fronting, man. Yeah, he fronting like a motherfucker. Nigga, um, nigga up there putting up man four thousand shots a game a day and shit like that. Hey, nigga, actually practicing every day. Oh yeah, this shit went on my radar. Yeah, I was just working out. You know what I mean? I was uh, just making sure I was just ready. You know, nigga, I was just six eight. <laughs> that all. I was just six eight, can run really fast and shoot really well. Yeah, that's all. Uh, oh shit, I ain't even read my wing shit, yo. Oh yeah, man. All right, a secret weapon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So the shit uh, he said, yeah, I do it better. I do it better than most. My competitive drive knocking nigga off the road. Uh. Lock and load. <laughs> nah, that's what he said. Uh, lock and load. Yeah, I ain't gonna keep going. But yeah, that's all. That's what I wanted to. Uh, Point out that bar, cause I'm an intense motherfucker. So, yeah, man. How you feel about the league being canceled, suspended, suspended over for a second? For a second, I, like you say, five days. But personally, I think this shit might be over, bro. Oh, uh, you you think uh, the whole season may be done? Yeah, I do. I, I think I think that uh, these commissioners and these owners and shit is tired of like postponing shit and like. These niggas is really, you think these niggas is going to call their local government and be like, yo, what's up with these fucking cops, man? Chill, nigga. You see we over here trying to make some shit keep going down, man. We trying to make it go down, man. You fucking in the way. You think they really going to call the judges, call the police and the commissioners and the lawyers and the motherfuckers? On behalf of the players? No, not on behalf of the players. Just, on behalf just, of these general, niggas getting yeah. shot in the street because it's getting in the way of their money at this point, which is not really. I don't know. Maybe it may. It may. It, it may. It may. It may. I mean, it it, there's to. a couple. There's a couple that's probably really affecting. You know what I mean? It really depends on what your business is. You know what I if mean? If it so, begins to, man. Yeah. yeah. These motherfuckers is billionaires. You think they ain't gonna eat the same shit that they was gonna eat? Well, just they gonna, because these niggas missed the game? Nah, they gonna eat. They gonna eat the same shit they was gonna eat. They gonna eat either way. They gonna travel the same place they was gonna travel. Maybe I. Right. I mean, they don't care. Well, they'll be all right either way, right? Because either way, like these, like no team owner actually owns a team and actually like solely focuses you know like the, the only team that's like that is is the lakers you know what i mean they have family business and shit like that so yeah that's what i'm saying that's why it's like so these, other, so these other players, than that I mean, these players they i think they actually might be overestimating the sound of their voices so like niggas saying byrie was right all along <laughs> but then it's funny because i saw a nigga come at byrie they were like no Niggas protesting at the bubble is actually more <laughs> more effective than not going down at all and shit like that. So I don't want to hear that by talk and shit. I was like, wow, really? I, see, that's funny. Because I, but I will credit Kyrie for this because I don't think you know people would have even been thinking about protesting at the bubble at all had nah. he not actually even said anything. Also, um, I think all eyes was on the construction of the bubble, just like all eyes is on the bubble. I think everybody who's watching the basketball was watching this shit play out. Yeah. As well. 
personally. Yeah. So, like, everybody who is watching basketball right now, they all know what Kendrick said about him. And they all know, you know what I'm saying? They all know that this nigga was like, yo, I'm willing to give everything. Like, this is a story. This shit is a TV. Like, we all, we all know. Like, we all heard all of it. We heard the chatter. But I guess that's what makes this this time a little bit more exciting, right? I guess we'll get more general here because essentially, like, you know, we're witnessing history as it happens. You calling this shit exciting? I mean, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, it's I it's a lot. It's a lot of things right now, but exciting is one of them. You yeah. Know? So, I guess so. Uh, I'm. I, it's, I, it's, I look at it more like uh, this is coming to a head. I think all of this shit is really. Uh, just you know, this is the apocalypse, my nigga. Yeah, so that's the thing. I, I, I'm so, just trying to see what like the the eventual outcome will be of everything that's happening right now. Word. And honestly, like right now, it looks very, very murky. Like, I know what I kind of know what tomorrow looks like, but then again, I don't know because some crazy shit might just happen. Yo, that's is this the, is the, this the panic pod, yo? The panic pod? Yeah, is this a panic pod? Nah, I, niggas ain't panicking and shit like that. <laughs> I ain't panicking yet, at least. Yeah, but uh. Because it's funny, because I remember, like, you know, I talked to one of my coworkers. He's always saying, like, yo, man, you know, anytime you want to get a gun and shit like that, he's always saying, like, yo, man, if you need anything, like, yo, if it, if it works, come to worst, you know what I mean? Listen, man, I could put this joint in your name and shit like that, you know what I mean? You can be good. And I'm like, yo, bro, I was like, yo, I don't really think it's going to get really, like, get like that. I mean, you know, like. You're wrong. He's man, right. He's right? He's right. You think it's going to go down, like, it's going to go digital out this motherfucker? Listen, cuz. I mean, I just copped up on my sores, man. You know what I mean? So no, but no, it's not even that. It, what it is is, if you have anything that you want to protect, then you should be prepared to protect it. Yeah, that, well, I agree that at all it's, times, it's at, that all, at, at all times, at all times. So all even right, in times of simple. peace, you know, things can always pull up. Don't bring apple juice to a hen party, as my nigga Shannon said, or don't bring a knife to a gunfight. I hear that. Apple juice to a hen party. Yeah. You ever had any in apple juice though? Nah. It's a great, I'm, great combination. I'm a whiskey man, you know that. Yeah, not a brandy man. Nah, it's not that I won't drink it, but it's a little sweet for my taste. And if I do drink it, I'm not gonna put it with something sweeter, you know. Yeah, not nah, but nah. I, I've actually had a one of my favorite drinks actually is a Hennessy and Grand Marnier. Yeah, called a beautiful. Is it now? It's really nice. Yeah, that's two cognacs. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a cognac liqueur, and then like you know, <laughs> so it's pretty nice though. Yeah. Mix it together, throw it over, you know what I mean? A giant rock. Giant that rock. Vacation shit. I think that's what I'm going to do, man. I'm being in Denver, wearing nothing but a bathrobe, drinking beautifuls. Word. Yo, so what made you pick Denver? Uh, Like I said, man, before, you know, we were just looking at different places that, Yeah, you but know, you could have went to Hawaii. You could have went to fucking. Nah, you got to quarantine if you go to Hawaii. Do you know? Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, if you go over there, you got to fuck around. You got to quarantine 14 days when you get there. And then once you come back, you got to quarantine another 14 days. So I'm pretty much going to be spending a whole month just sitting either in a hotel room or in my fucking own crib. Nah. Okay. I got you. <laughs> it, it ain't worth it. I don't, I ain't even got that much fucking PTO and shit like that. Just, you know what I mean? In general, you know what I mean? So I still got to stash PTO just in case I catch this COVID shit. You know what I mean? So... Yeah. I, that shit come out of my sick days if I got to spend time off and shit like that. Yeah, so, that's crazy. So, but uh, no, we're just kind of thinking of a place that was pretty nice because, you know, even here, like in our city and shit like that, you can't really go into places and shit like that. So whether you're going to actually go to a restaurant or go eat, 
I mean, you could probably go shopping places, but, you know, it's limited people that can actually be inside. So I figure what city can we go to that doesn't have ridiculous outbreaks and shit like that? That's still really scenic, but still gives us, you know, a bit of the urban flair, but then, you know, a proximity to the nature that allows us to go out and just enjoy that shit. So I was like, all right, yo, fuck it, man. I go to Denver. And then plus, hey, we legal out there too. <laughs> Not to mention that. So, yeah, work. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, I got to be honest. I couldn't think of too many other places. It seems like there's either uh, outbreaks or, or riots. Yeah. In, in most other places that I think about. Like I was thinking uh, Portland. Nah. Nah. <laughs> and that's, that's funny. Like any other time, that'd be a place I would want to go. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, straight up. So, I think Utah's still uh, a thing. Yeah, I Utah. I still do that. I mean, actually, if man, if I like knew what was really popping, I mean, I would even think like a place like Montana. You know what I mean? Why? Because if you just get like a, just a big ass ranch and you're just looking at the mountains and the prairie and shit like that, just I don't know, just being out, you know, in in nature and the fucking you could plains do that and shit, shit like that. And you could do that shit in this state, bro. You we can all that same you shit. You can, but I mean, you know, I want to get a little bit mountains. I, you know, there's Appalachian fucking mountains right there. I know, but man, I. I can I get out of Pennsylvania every now and then, man? I'm just saying, bro. Why <laughs> would you go to fucking Montana just to go fucking, like, if you, like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Why would you pay money to get the same shit that you get, like, an hour away? I mean, in that case, I should never leave and go to another city because I can go to a bar that's anywhere. That's not what the fuck <laughs> I said. That's not what the fuck I said. I mean, but that's the thing. I, I'm going. You said I'm on going. a prairie and a fucking farm. Yeah. There's prairies and farms in every state. And there's some in this state too. Yeah. And you said looking at the mountains. There's mountains in this state too. There's sunrises and all that naturalistic bullshit in every single state. So okay. All I'm asking. So is, how? So how come I can't want to go see it? Do that? Why can't I go want to go see it in another state? I just said why. That's why? I didn't say you can't. I mean, because I mean, like I said, Montana. Montana. You just want to go because Kanye there, dog? No, he's in Wyoming. And I'll be in Same a, I'll be I'll be thing. I'll be in a state above him. Same fucking. Plus, I've been oh, talking. Wow. I, 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 I see that. I, I see what you did there. And, I, and I've been I've been talking. You'll be in a state above him. I see what you did there. That's why you want to go. That's why you want to go because you can't get no easy. So you want to be in a state above Kanye. Yeah, you know I mean, get the easies. You know what I mean. But I've been on this Montana shit since like 2012, when I thought shit might go down. So. Yeah, that's where they all at though. In Montana. Yep. Nah, there's nobody in Montana or Dakotas or any of Dakotas and no, shit like that's that. That's where they all at. All of them. Yeah. All well, the, the, all the they, niggas they, just punching dollars got in the face because he think he a nigger. They. Oh, that's the, the, the yeah. Those are the they places. That's the thing. I'm not going there for the people. I'm going there just for the land, the scenery. You ain't people interested with that? You ain't people that slid that inside joke in there. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. For those that know that. Yeah, man. I wish. Uh, I wish uh, we could talk about, like, the regular things, you know? Like, damn, so this weekend, man, I did this and all that shit. But this is really a depressing cast right here. I got to be honest. Depressing cast? Yeah, like, I don't, like, hey, listen, man. This is I, us being us. Yeah, I mean, this it's This is true. us being us. Yeah, I mean, but it's true. But I, I've been, like, I got shit that I wrote down. Mm-hmm. And I knew that, like, the Kenosha shit was going to be a part of it. I knew Brett Brown was a huge part of it. Yeah, and restructuring the Sixers roster was a big part of it. Those, those, those are really 
depressing things already. Cause right. Because right. we're, we're already cheering. Like, we got sweat. We, 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 had this, we, we, we had, haven't acknowledged that on this podcast. We I got know, sweat, we got nigga. Swept. Yo, we was coming at these motherfucking Celtics <laughs> fans and shit, nigga. We was talking all this shit, nigga. Talking about Gordon Hayward and shit. Listen, bro, we got swept, bro. Yeah, niggas so got we, swept. All right, so there's that, right? Joel and B was saying, like, man, I don't want to get swept, but I don't want that on my resume. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you man. Have to do Yo, his accent is the worst, too. Yo, just uh, I just don't want to get swept, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that on my resume, you know? <laughs> so, Damn, but, yo, this is crazy. But this nigga got swept, and that shit's on his resume. got swept. Now it's on his resume. <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean, Ben is at home. This thing ain't call nobody. They ain't Facetime him. No, but, but he tweeted like, that. He whole, tweeted though. He was like, what he man. Tweet? He was like, man. I never want to feel like that. I never want to see my team go through something like that again. Nigga, you <laughs> did though. You oh, watched man. it happen, nigga. Listen, bro. Now I see why these niggas was like KD. Listen, I just need to get back on the floor, bro. I just need to get back. Listen, bro. I just I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay, bro. I can do this, bro. Oh man. So anyway, we got fucking swept. They fired Brett. They didn't fire Elton. Yeah. But apparently he ain't responsible for everything that's wrong. But, but, now, but, now, but, now, but now he's got to weed out all the cancers in the front office. Yeah, from the whole so. system and shit. But I can't even that, focus that, on... That, that's not even exciting. That, that, that That's even depressing in itself, right? It is yeah. depressing. <laughs> exactly. But I can't even focus on it. So. Because... Niggas getting shot. Niggas, I woke up and get niggas is getting shot. Yeah. Now, I know how selfish I sound right now because I didn't get shot, you know? These motherfuckers got families, and apparently they saw it. Uh, yeah, that, that was terrible. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't want to sound too selfish and shit, but, yeah, man. I came in here with a game plan, and I can't stick to it because this shit is actually, like, trying on my mind. Yeah. And as much as, like, I'm not going to sit here and say it's fake news, but I will sit here and be like, man, they we burnt shit, right? Well, I ain't burnt shit, but we burnt shit. We had signs. We did push-up contests with these cops and shit. Yeah. We done got black people elected in the office. We done took down statues. We done changed policies at universities. We done got niggas hired, got niggas fired. But they still shooting motherfucking black people. Yeah. And it seems like uh, it's on purpose. You think it's on purpose? You think you think somebody wants this to be happen? I mean, granted, I, I think people want us to see this. I mean, so obviously, you, obviously, you the know fact what I think, shit. but it is. I do think I, I like. Well, I feel like it's getting fed to us at this point. Yeah, like I feel like it is getting fed to us, and no, I don't know, man. I mean, but I think it's like shits is being fed to us like just both different ways, right? I feel like this is like a major mind fuck because. All right, even if you you know you don't see it the way that we see it in terms of just like you know believing that black people shouldn't get shot just for being black, um, but you know other people WNBA was canceled. Canceled? No, nah, nigga, postponed. Postponed. I'm about to say canceled. Damn. They boycotting too. But yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you you called it that they may actually cancel it, so we'll we'll see what happens. But I don't know. It's just weird because it's just such a psyop because. Even for the people that are actually on the opposite side, right? The all lives matter, blue lives matter. The way they even see that shit is oh, that. Oh, shit. Five men's league soccer games have yet to kick off because of that shit. Wow, really? Yes, really. Here in uh, overseas? Men's league soccer? That's America. America, okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Shit. And then the baseball games? I heard the baseball games are actually going to get uh, get canceled too. 
Uh, the Giants postponed. Dodgers game has been postponed. Wow. Okay. Wow. So all right, it looks like sports as a, as a whole is actually united behind this here. Well. Wow. So do you think we're gonna actually have another moment like we had back in uh, June? This is bigger. So this is bigger. What was June? What happened in June? Well, June was George Floyd. This is Jacob. So, yeah. So you think so? All right. So so what do we expect to come to this? Do you think more? Is there going to be more affirmations by companies and things like that? Or you? Think I asked you of, earlier. I don't know what the fuck. I, I honestly I don't because like. All right. So here's my. Like I just said, we didn't had all these things happen. Not to say that oh change has come, but just more so to say there's mark steps that we could say that we've made as far as progress yeah but you know i don't know but i feel feel like you know in a lot of cases man drastic change man is definitely met with resistance so so we have like an immovable object against like you know an object and then like you know constant motion and shit like that bro who is the enemy the devil Still kill, destroy, and sow discord. And so how do you fight that? Love. God and unity. But not fake unity. You can't unify with the wrong people though. Who are the wrong people? That's the main thing. I mean I think that's the one of the big things. So if we can't unify with the wrong people, that means it's going to require some separation. That's how it is, man. So nigga, that's what sanctified means, separated. So, so nigga just sent me a you know a tweet earlier and said that you know it's time black people should probably just go back to Africa. Do you think at this point now we should just be taking advantage of the space in this world and everybody just kind of just separating and going their own separate ways and shit like that? I don't understand why niggas lived on top of each other to begin with. <laughs> I really don't, yo. Like, I fucking, I travel all the time with my dad and with other people, and we go out to the other places in the world, and we get on the road and shit, and I be like, damn, all this undeveloped land. Yeah. All this open space. Why the fuck do we live in an apartment with one bedroom? Yeah, this is very true. I mean, that's the thing I, I do think about is that, like, you know, when you think about how much the cost of living is in a city like New York or some shit like that, to like the minimum that you have to earn compared to like, you know, if you go to a state much like Montana or South Dakota, where niggas are like literally paying niggas at McDonald's 20 bucks an hour because they can't afford, like they can't even, they can't, they don't have enough people to fucking hire and shit like that. So. Yeah, but then it's also like they got territories and like. That that McDonald's is really locking down like a whole like twenty five mile yeah radius and shit like yeah. that yeah so it's a whole different this is really whole different dynamics you know it is but I feel like having that type of mobility would definitely help because like coming from living to a place to where you're living in a city where a fucking studio apartment or studio closet should I say <laughs> is going for fucking three thousand dollars to where you could actually live in a place like Montana. And pay maybe a thousand dollars, and maybe actually have a fucking two story house and shit like that. Yeah, you know what I mean, like you know, and actually be able to make some changes, and you know. So I think I feel like mobility is definitely a really big thing. Uh, 
also I think I guess in terms of like the labor mobility as well too. And I mean I'm very guilty of it. Obviously, like I'm a nigga that's been almost a lifer at a couple jobs. But I think like you know niggas should actually be able to jump. Sh- should actually actively jump jobs more often just to kind of put more pressure on the corporate uh, structure to actually like you know compensate people better. Yeah, some but, girl I messed with. She told me that she was younger. She was like. She had been taught her whole life. Her dad taught her, like, never stay at a place too long because then you can't grow. And then it also will uh, give you an opportunity to demand what your value actually is. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, wow. That's a whole different perspective of, like, the last generation who used to stay at places for 15, 20 years and think that that shit was cool. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't – I think that uh, for the most part where I'm getting at in life now, nigga, I just want peace. Yeah. I just want to kick it and chill and shit. And let's say this. If I was white right now, y'all niggas would fucking hate me. Because it would be like, oh, man, I don't give a fuck about these people's problems because they ain't my problems, right? But I'm black. So these are my problems. These have always been my problems, though. So a nigga getting shot at a protest is not my problem. (laughs) It really ain't. But... The fact is, niggas is protesting. Yeah. And it will be my problem eventually. And it is my problem now because it's just, you know, America, precedents. Yeah. All all that type of shit. Yeah. Living where we are and the times that we do and everything like that. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. But for the most part, yeah, man. I still, I still, I guess later on I'll blame myself for talking right now. But I guess I'm still in shock because I don't have basketball. (laughs) But it's not just because oh, I don't man. have basketball. It'll, it'll it'll be back, man. No, but it's not it's, it's not just because I don't have basketball. But it's also like the impact of the shit, the context of why we don't have basketball. I mean, I think that's a really big thing because 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 the league suspended. Obviously, they were talking about it on first take and everything like that. But you know, for like the next four or five days, or four or five months, if the basketball doesn't come back, you know, this these things are going to continue to be the conversation. Basketball is so small in this whole equation, but at the same time. Uh, My nigga, we spent 85% of the time last episode talking about basketball. So this is definitely something that we enjoy. And then we actually watched a basketball game that was already done. That we yeah, actually that was a classic. We, we watched though. a recording of a basketball that game. That shit was a classic, though. <laughs> Yo, shouts out to LeBron and Melo. Third quarter was a game three. Four yeah, or whatever. I don't know. Y'all niggas put on, dog. Y'all niggas took niggas back, yo. Yeah. Thank Portland, you. Thank you for that. Lost because all that bullshit, though. <laughs> Should have just fucking played like real basketball instead of doing that shit. I don't know. That nigga was keeping him in the game, though. No, he was making the shots definitely yeah. until he wasn't. But uh, anyway, nah. Like I say, basketball is the smaller, the smaller part in the grand scheme of all of this shit because there is the equality aspect of this. Yeah, and there is the hurt that goes on in our hearts for watching another black man die, even if he ain't black. Watching another man die, period. you know, yeah, Just point blank, period. And then like, there's the unarmed, you know, whatever. And then like, I ain't watched the video, so I don't even know how much that shit reverberates with certain individuals. Yeah, it was, it was, it was sad. It was tough, really tough to watch. Oh yeah, shit! I just got the notification. What's that? Yeah, Dodgers Giants. Postpone the game. Yeah. Wow, that's actually a big game right there. I mean, to be fair, they they play each other like every two weeks. But still, 
Because, you know, they're in the I mean, baseball, city. I mean, shit. But then they got these niggas playing two games at a time. <laughs> Not they try always. To, they try, I mean, I know, but they're trying to get these games in. I mean, niggas play two games in one day. I haven't seen that. I've seen makeup games and things like that, but I've never actually seen niggas actually have to play two games in one day. With the same motherfucking lineup. Exactly. They might. <clears throat> anyway. And niggas ain't even split. The fuck? <laughs> Yo, it's wild. Yeah, for real. Oh, man. Uh, But uh, back to what we were saying about, like, you know, just everything with these times. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, like, you know, like, you shouldn't feel like you'd feel like you need to be actually, like, guilty about feeling like, you know, you're exhausted with everything that's going on and shit like that. And not to say that you feel guilty, but you, you like, honestly, like, we don't really want to be dealing with this right now. You know what I mean? Honestly, like, the fact that this is an issue and everything is, like, stopping because of this is getting to the point to where it's just, like, people need to realize, like, yo, man, we shouldn't have to be dealing with these fucking problems. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we shouldn't be seeing, like, not only should we not be seeing these things, but these things shouldn't be happening. Like, you know, like, you're upset that, you know, this is happening and it's, like, getting it out, of, you know, in the way of, like, you watching your sports and shit like that or... <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I don't <laughs> like, want to... I did say that, but I no, not Not necessarily you in, in, in yeah, general, but, but, you know, but, but like... more so, like, I'm, I'm upset because this is getting in the way of everything. All the development, like, this whole fucking world is falling apart as we speak. Like, I lost my job because of a, a virus. A virus, a disease. yeah. And there's been no type of motherfucking progress with that whole situation. And we can't even think about it and talk about it and figure <laughs> it out because they keep killing niggas. Yeah. And the thing is, I personally, I've been stopped talking to cops like fucking years ago. So I can sit here and act like that shit don't affect me internally or affect how I carry myself. But it does. No, it absolutely it's does. It's affecting your behavior. You know what I mean? No, like, of course, of like, course. Like, you know what I mean? It, it, it's affecting it's like, this podcast. Exactly. Well, <laughs> but, definitely. But, so. but even deeper than that, though, it's like, bro, I don't, I don't know what to do right now. I really just don't know how to fucking react to any of this shit. Like, I really don't. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to do anything right now because yeah. I know better. I yeah. know better than to just light shit on fire and go out in the streets or to sit here and tell everybody else what they should be doing or how they should feel. But I do know that uh, this shit is definitely accelerating, like at a really rapid level instead of decelerating, instead of all of this de-escalating and getting smaller. It's just getting bigger and it's getting bigger faster. And I should have known that. I should have fucking known. Well, I did know. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I think in the past we've actually like seen things like this start, but not necessarily be sustainable. Because you got to think, like, remember back a, quite a few years ago, a fucking Occupy Wall Street and shit like that, and niggas was literally like just held up in like every single city, city hall, and weren't leaving, weren't doing anything, weren't moving or anything. Mm -hmm. But then I remember how they actually got rid of those niggas in our city. I remember like that one night. It's funny because I remember actually going to work. And actually, like, seeing how, like, they did that whole operation. Like, I was just out, I just happened to be out in the city at 4 o'clock in the morning. And I literally just watched these niggas do, like, you know, get all the police in the city, do a whole sting, and just literally just clear every single person out of fucking City Hall and shit like that. Like, that shit was wild. So, we know how serious these things can be. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's obvious staying power with these things. Like, a lot of this shit is just here to stay. Like, Portland has actually been, like... There's been, like, a consistent protest riot, you know, since all this shit started. I mean, I guess they had consistent rioting since this shit started, period. 
I know like around, you know, I don't know where protests around here. I also like throughout the surrounding counties and shit like that. Niggas had calendars and shit like that with protests even going up through now. But I don't know. I mean, you know, this shit's going to be around at least through November. And November is going to be very exciting because depending on who wins or who loses or shit, it probably don't even matter. Niggas might just tee off just because. You know what I mean? Because niggas is ready. Like, yo, literally, like, you go to the gun store, you can't buy no ammo. So, the niggas is ready. So, what niggas is ready for? I don't know. Fucking Helter Skelter. <laughs> you know, the communist revolution. You know what I mean? Like, I said revolution. Revolution and shit like that. Yeah, they are. So, the niggas is ready, man. So, it's, I mean, I don't know how down it may, good be, may go. You know what I mean? Because, I don't know. Ultimately, I really think motherfuckers is just pussy. And niggas don't stand on anything, and they could be bent and broken pretty easily. So, uh, no, nah, groupthink is a powerful thing, man. It is. I saw five or six niggas run up to a nigga with a gun, knowing he had a gun, just because everybody else was doing it. But you know they do training for that in schools, right? Like act the act the shooter drills and shit like that. Like they actually tell people to like you know like if a, if a motherfucker actually has a gun in the class. Like somebody throws a book and everybody just rushes the shooter and shit and just takes his gun and shit. Now who's actually gonna be brave enough to actually do that and act a shooter situation? Who knows? But yeah. yeah, that sounds like you know that sounds like you can't shoot all of us logic and I'm not down with that logic because <laughs> somebody you're gonna shot. get one of somebody us. Somebody get shot, man. Yeah, like if so. I care about all the people who are in that room, nah, I'm not gonna be like let's all rush them. <laughs> no, fuck that. So you're going to be the one? we're going to lose somebody. No, we gonna, if, if we all rush them, somebody don't. Like, damn, mom. <laughs> damn. Damn. Fuck. <laughs> we, we got them. We got them, though. We saved We got them, but damn. I don't know. That's what war probably got to feel like and shit like that, man. Nah, war is different. Yeah. War is like, war is different. Yeah. War is different because you, you psych yourself up for it, and then you end up in it. And then once you end up so far in it. You just in it. Yeah. And then it's hard to get out of it. So much respect to that niggas that's been there and back, man. So Yeah. Reach out to me, man. I care for y'all niggas, man. So Yeah, man. That's crazy. I'm almost I'm almost like I'm very close to sitting here saying, Yo, turn this shit off, man. <laughs> no, for real, because I like I feel like I haven't formed any thoughts in my head before I've opened my mouth on most of these things. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what I think still. I dig it. So I damn sure don't know what the fuck I said yeah. thus far. You know what I mean? Like yeah. on the sports shit, I can feel pretty comfortable with everything I say because I know that it's not that influential or at least it's not that impactful. Like it doesn't really matter if I think that Jimmy Butler is a piece of shit or not because I don't <laughs> know that nigga. But we could sit here and we could watch him play defense and go, you know what? Defense is the first step. The second step is catch and shoot. The third step is making your own shot. Where's Jimmy at? Still on defense. So anyway, <laughs> we could all look at it like however we want to look at it, but that's just slander. sports. Slander. That's, slander. Yeah, slander. whatever, dog. That's just sports. That's however you want to look at that. But I think this right here, off on a broomstick right now, but it's all good. But this right here, like I literally feel how I feel, but I feel like it's not everybody else's job to feel how I feel. I feel like it's my job to feel how I feel. Yeah. So for me to say what I'm saying to most of y'all niggas, it's like, you can mix and screw it all you want, but whatever, you do you. So I agree. Like, I'm cool. I'm comfortable with saying that. But all the rest of the shit, which is like, damn, they keep killing niggas. Ain't no basketball. 
if ain't no basketball, you know what's going to go next? Because these niggas actually are trendsetters to a, to an extent that more people think. Like, yeah. they're the first ones who stopped all of the shit when the COVID came around. So if they're the ones who actually stopped playing ball, which they just set trends, soccer, WNBA, yeah. and baseball the, 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 the followed right yeah. after them. So what the fuck is next? They may even stop the hockey game. Nigga, it ain't even about hockey. I mean, yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. But if it's reverberating through all the sports, I mean, I don't know. What are the steps that actually come? Oh, shit. So. Oh, no, they're criticizing the hockey right now for not doing shit. Wow. So, yeah, hockey, they'll probably end up stopping. Uh, somebody <laughs> so. said NHL is last to the party. Uh, Matt Dumba, founding member of the Hockey Diversity Alliance, says, <laughs> yeah, founding member and spokesman, says, Decision to play Wednesday is sad and disheartening. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So, we, they probably we won't be playing. Nah, they, they're not going to be playing soon and shit like that. So, ah, uh, man. Oh, uh, shit. Is the WWE, are they still going? Are niggas going to be mad if you go to work Wednesday? Are niggas going to be like, yo, what are you doing making money? Nigga, niggas is getting shot out here. Yo, and I think, yo, that's one thing I meant to ask, right? What? And I remember we were talking about this before. And, you know, how, like, you say, like, you know, like, that niggas, you know, when they were talking about the whole bubble thing and shit, niggas actually go to the bubble just because, you know, of everything that's going on and shit like that. So, should niggas like refrain from playing basketball to get some change done? So, how more impactful would it be if like all black people just didn't go to work for a day until some change happened? But the thing is, yo, that's a that's a yeah, niggas can't afford to do yeah, that. that's the thing, yo, that's a that's a, a, a amazingly high risk with like. A, ver- a, a, a mid-ass reward, dog. Like, a, ve- a very... That's going to be a very medium reward. So... Because um, if you do that, yo, that literally, like, impacts... The reverberation, that should be fucked up. Because just imagine if a nigga go to work and a nigga see you at work. <laughs> nigga, why was you working, nigga? You're supposed to be out here with the movement and shit like that. Like, that would just ca- cause, like, all that dis- turmoil and disorder and shit like that. And just imagine if you take off of work and you strike from work... All your fucking white coworkers actually got to work and carry the load that you are actually carrying and shit like that. While you're gone, you come back to work. You don't think they're going to look at you some type of way? I mean, what if they just go hire a white nigga? That too. Shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't like that idea, though. Because if you think about it, we only make up enough. uh, We don't really necessarily make up enough to uh, stop the whole world. We're like so 13, 14% of the population. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I, I know a lot of times we, we overestimate the uh, our financial impact. Granted. Yeah, I was about to start breaking down the black dollar, yeah, but, but I'm not going to attack that. Yeah, but nah. I mean, it it definitely helps quite a few areas, quite a few, uh, quite a few business and industries and shit like that. So a lot of industries, a lot of families, a lot of dynasties and legacies is being funded off of black dollars right now. So... Well, we work hard. What can the niggas say? Yeah. Um. Well, Phillies beat the Nationals three to two. Nice. Yep. Fire, yo, man. Yeah, we could, we could pull it, yo. I yeah. want to keep going, but man, you know, honestly, I feel like there's some shit we gotta even talk about off camera <laughs> about real, all nigga. this shit right now. And I don't know if you know. Honestly, I don't know if I even feel. Even though I love you guys, the audience, I don't know if I actually feel uh, comfortable enough to actually be expressing. My unfiltered and unknown opinions right now, because I don't even know how to fuck. What well, I'm gonna even say ten minutes from now, though. But yo, thank y'all for fucking with us, man. Actually, 
we're going to actually post something to you guys, the guys that are still listening. Uh, and, you know, I commend you for still listening to this 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 particular episode of the podcast. Um, now, hit us up on the email, man. You know, let us know what you feel, you know, what you think about some of these things, you know. And honestly, we could probably just sort through all the same shit together, man. So, fuck with us. Email, Gmail, real nigga, two nines for the G's and shit like that. Real nigga pod at gmail.com. And then you got, you know, Twitter. I don't even know. I'm staying off of Twitter, so don't even hit us up on Twitter this week. Mm-hmm. Can't hit me up on Instagram, though, dog. TRM Podcast. Real nigga pod. <laughs> at real nigga pod on Twitter. All right, all right, all right. All right. I'm always on. You on it? You on All right, all right, all right. All right. So he always on you. Yeah, at real nigga pod on Twitter, man. But yeah, seriously, yo, just like link with us, man. Let us know what you think, how you feel about this. Uh, yeah, let yeah, us man. know if you want us to read your shit, too. If you don't want us to read your shit, we won't. Yeah. But, but seriously, if yo. you don't, if you don't say anything, we probably will read your shit. But nah, but seriously, yo, just like online. I mean, like on air. But just to close out, man, really, just like prayers up. Uh, and that wasn't necessarily just like a statement. That's actually like literally like a request to everybody, man. You know, just pray right now, man, for everything, for the world, for the situation, for Jacob Blake's family, for for yourself, your family. <laughs> I hate to say for America. Cause it's really the world right now, but seriously, man, let's just pray for peace right now. But all right, y'all, peace. We love y'all. Be cool. See y'all next time.